This is Father Kevin Hale with the homily at the opening Mass of the 40 Hours Prayer, the 24th of November. A couple of months back, one of the churches in our diocese was broken into during the night. Thieves found the keys of the sacristy, they stole some of the sacred vessels, and they also found the key of the tabernacle and stole the Blessed Sacrament. A sad and tragic incident which causes outrage in the hearts and minds of faithful Catholics. Whenever this kind of sacrilege is committed, the bishop is required to order the rededication of the church and an act of reparation be made. In this particular incident, the bishop asked me to go as his delegate to that parish and carry out this task. Until an act of reparation is made, the tabernacle remains empty and the mass is not celebrated there. So it was very moving and reassuring to hear the parishioners tell me how they felt that the very heart had been ripped from the centre of their church and parish. One of the greatest and most important things in life, often we take for granted, our families and friends, the good things we enjoy, all that God has given to us. But it's often the goods in the supernatural order which we take most for granted. This is because they're available to, available to us on tap. And the one good, above all, is the real presence of our Lord in the Eucharist. The days of solemn exposition and adoration of the Blessed Sacrament are given to us precisely so that we do not take this greatest of God's gifts for granted. In fact, the Church instructs us pastors that in every place where the Blessed Eucharist is reserved, there should be observed each year some days of prolonged solemn adoration. Formerly, in each diocese, there was a schedule published each year that indicated which parish was having the 40 hours prayer at any given time so that there was a kind of back-to-back -back stream of prayer going up to heaven. As one parish ended their 40 hours, so another was commencing. It's a fitting image of the diocesan family at prayer around our Lord. Monsignor Ronald Knox preached many lovely sermons on the Holy Eucharist, most notable of those he preached at Corpus Christi Church in Covent Garden. He preached often about what Jesus does by his presence in the Blessed Sacrament. And in a retreat given to priests, I think in the 1930s, he reflects that the nature of God, according to St Augustine, is to be always active and always at rest. He says, sweet sacrament of rest. If you want to know what that means, you should go to a place like Tyburn Convent in London, where they have perpetual adoration within a stone's throw of the marble arch. In summer, especially when the windows are open, you can hear the whirring and the grinding and hooting of the cars, the tramp of ceaseless passers-by along the pavement, the distant echoes of the park orators preaching a dozen rival creeds to indifferent London. All that you hear, but you hear it as if it was a noise of a different world. For where you kneel, there is nothing but stillness, the stillness of the two nuns at their post of adoration, the undying, unflickering flame of the candles, and beyond that, the monstrance with its tremendous burden of living silence. 
always at rest, hidden beyond the reach of eye or sense. He who reigns so tranquilly in heaven reigns tranquilly here. No motion, no breath betrays the presence of a God. And always active in the Holy Mass, he is still busy with his work of reparation and intercession. Always at rest in the tabernacle, he enfolds his worshippers with a sense of eternal peace. The Christian is called to imitate Jesus, who was as God always active and always at rest. We cannot be active unless we can be at rest, and we cannot be in the marketplace unless we take time to be in the desert. These hours of prayer ahead of us teach us how to be silent and how to be at rest with God, and so be able to return to the world better. This is the attitude by which we present ourselves before our Lord in the Blessed Sacrament exposed, humbly, contrite and confident that what we ask of him in simplicity of faith he is waiting to bestow. Let us come then to Jesus with faith, familiarity and humility, that these hours may be filled with the prayers of God's family in the parish here. May Mary help us to pray, and may she draw us close to the heart of Jesus, her Son. Amen.